Welcome to episode 145 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 22nd of September, 2000, 2020. And um, I've just started the podcast. Obviously, you're aware of this. You've just heard the regular intro there. Um this is the second time I've had to start the podcast today because there's fucking people looking round at the place above Briggs Towers. Um, fuck knows what they're doing, but they're making a hell of a racket. I did see, consulted the CCTV to see what sort of characters could be moving in above the gods of Briggs Towers. They came from us from above. Um, they look like old fuckers as well. That's the thing. Um, uh, you know, don't you go smelling a piss up there. Um, so, uh, <laughs> just hear a third. If there's any massive thuds upstairs, I'm not going to be coming up. Just so you know, if you do move in and there's massive thuds upstairs and you fall to the floor or anything like that, I ain't the sort of neighbor to, uh, you, you're going to get a lot of milk building up. Let's put it that way. Not that anybody has milk delivered these days. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's, it's always a bit fucking weird when people fucking, new people move in. Just don't make it, there's just simple rules, isn't there? If you live in a um, flat-like complex, as I do, there's one above me, two flats next door, and that's basically it. He says choking down his fucking reflux that's coming up again. Um, if you live in that sort of, there's certain rules. Don't play music too loud. Don't fucking be heavy-footed, fucking walking around like a fucking ape upstairs with your fucking knuckles on the floor and shit like that. Keep noise to a minimum. Don't have any friends around. <laughs> I'm the ideal fucking guy. I should be living upstairs. I'm fleet of foot, and uh, I, I never have any friends coming around. Nobody ever comes here. <laughs> it's fucking ideal. Um... Yeah, so they're the fucking rules, aren't they? They're the fucking rules. Um, talking about nobody going anywhere. Oh, he says, trying to segue in, trying to plaster that fucking bridge between what he was talking about and what he's going to talk about. Um, the army uh, this week in the UK. I don't know how the how's your pandemic going around the world. I have no idea. Um because I am consumed with UK, uh, the UK pandemic. Is our pandemic going better than anybody else's? Are we having the best of it? This this could be competitive pandemicking. Now, are we having the best pandemic? Hey guys, are we having the best pandemic or what? Um, he says in the worst American accent ever. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got the army now. Uh, army on the streets, man on the street, supporting the police to enforce the new restrictions, whatever these restrictions are, everybody's lost fucking count of how many fucking restrictions we've got, how much uh, how much uh, liberties are being uh, taken away from us as we sit here with people bumping around upstairs. <laughs> Shut up! Um... Yeah, so apparently uh, the police, and uh, I did see a video online of like that the uh, police being helped out on by the army, and the army were on the streets. So I think it was Birmingham or somewhere like that, and you get the old uh, 
guy with the video camera interviewing them. What are you doing here? Well, we're we're just doing our jobs, mate. You know, they're told to do, they're told, literally ordered to do what they do. It's not those guys you want to be protesting against, the guys who are like, look, mate, it's either this or get fucking blown up in Syria. Um, And I'd rather do this, to be perfectly honest. I'm just trying to feed my family while I'm wearing camouflage. Is that a <laughs> <laughs> Is that all right? They're just like police in camouflage. That's it. Difficult to spot, but easier to spot in an urban environment. Um, let's have a little bit of tea. And with all of this, with all of these restrictions ramping up, ramping up, I called this, what, two weeks ago? Did I or did I not? I don't know. Am I just trying to be right about something because I'm wrong about everything else in life? Um uh, I called this two weeks ago. Uh, the panic buying is starting again, allegedly. Now, I will say allegedly because it's been in the fucking news and you never can trust that fake news, baby. Uh, the fake news. Um, but, uh, yeah, allegedly, uh, people have started panic buying and stuff like that. Now, I am have a day job in a supermarché, as they say in the old French Republic. Um uh, of France, <laughs> and um, death to the Republic. Um, and uh, uh, I, I, I haven't witnessed any panic buying whatsoever. Um, I have witnessed, like, online orders going up where people just can't be, either can't be fucked to leave the house to get the online order or fucking, you know, they're, too, they're isolating, self-isolating for two weeks. Somebody cough in my mouth so I can get two weeks off the day job. Um but uh, allegedly panic buying, yeah. There was a, um, you know, see uh, photos of shelves empty and shit like that again. Not quite to the extent it was at first when nobody knew anything about this. Everybody thought everybody was going to die, would all be holed up, sort of like fighting off fucking corona stroke zombie fucking people storming down our fucking door with... Um, after our PG tips tea bags, but um, uh, yeah, uh, so allegedly it's panic buying again. I, I, you know, I never saw, I never saw the thing about panic buying or whatever. Like why you would do that? It seems a bit embarrassing. But also, on airing on the side of caution, I bought shit. I've still got in the cupboard. You know, I bought far too much soup than I usually would eat soup. You know what I mean? And tinned soup as well. Stuff that lasts. I've got like about 20 cans of fucking soup in in the cupboard. You know, that's a good few winters that is, isn't it? 20 cans of soup. Being as like you sort of like usually get home and have some toast in the morning. And then, you know, soup, soup is the last resort. I've got things in there, spinach and broad beans in a can. That's the last resort. That, that that is a last that is a hell of a last meal to have that is the last tin i would have been opening i think um but yeah the panic buying started again man in it it goes in cycles doesn't it panic buying fucking then it'll be uh we're all locked up so we're looking for home exercise equipment now we can't go out cuz it's getting a little bit colder out there baby and it's the uk so it started fucking raining September winds. Um, 
yeah, so it started, the weather's gone a bit shit. Everybody started to feel a bit fucking shitty about everything because we're, you know, you can't really do what you wanted to do. Um, really, it's, it, it's, you know, everything seems a little bit shitter in winter, doesn't it? You know what I mean? I mean, I love Christmas and that. I love Christmas Day. I love bobbing and weaving around, cooking a nice big dinner, having that afternoon sleep. Not that I don't usually do that. <laughs> but after after having made an effort, having a few glasses of port, that sort of thing. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, all a bit, um, I don't know. It just seems, it seems like everybody's a little bit more depressed. Everyone's a little bit more down. Maybe it's because it's going on a little bit. Maybe that could be it. Maybe it's affecting people's mental health, man. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I saw somebody on Facebook the other day talking about um, how we're all going to need counselling for PTSD after this. I don't... You know. I'm not sure that's true, to be perfectly honest. I think that's maybe a leap too far that we're all going to need PTSD because we we had to work from home. <laughs> I'm going to need PTSD because I haven't been gigging that much. There's some gigs I've done that I've needed PTSD, that I've uh, need PTSD, what the fuck am I on about, that I had PTSD after and still fucking think back to them and go, oh, my God, you know. Oh, fucking hell, I can't believe that. I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe it fucking flipped like that, you know. Or just like, oh, that was just a painful... I think this is how... This is why it's easier, possibly, for comedians to deal with relationship breakdowns. Because you have... <laughs> you're having that constantly. Night after night with a group of strangers... I don't know, man. Hey, they didn't understand me. Well, that's just like every woman I've ever dated. Not that I've dated any men, to be perfectly honest, but, you know, like everyone I've ever dated. Not that I'm a man dater, as they say. Um, yeah, so anyway, the... Uh... <laughs> oh, fuck it now. Crowbar in and a bit of emotional stuff there, Ben. Why not? Um, yeah, so... Um... Apparently, the panic buying's starting again. Who knew? Who knew that? Um, other revelations this week as well. I tell you what, I, I, I haven't really... I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't do much over the weekend. I watched a few bits. Uh, I stopped wa uh, started watching uh, the series Ratchet, um, which, uh, which uh, is obviously based on uh, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest fucking nurse. It's very stylized, but I fucking loved it, man. Uh, having spoken to other people about it who were, who were like, oh, man, it's a totally different character, man, from the one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, yeah, of course it is. You know, they're not going to do a like-for-like -like comparison. It's a fucking, you know, almost like a simulation of, uh, you know, it's, it's a backstory to her, um, you know, which has been extended. Um, but I fucking really enjoyed it. It's very stylized. I don't know who the woman is in it, but she's very good. Uh, Ratchet. Thriller series. Here we go. Who is it? Uh, uh, what does Nurse Ratchet mean? What the fuck? Um, 
Why would somebody ask that question on Google? Sarah Paulson. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's got fucking Sharon Stone in it as well, isn't it? Um, looking still fucking hot. I mean, I don't know if she'd still be able to do the old uh, leg over the leg over, the old basic instinct. Have a look at that, lads. Uh, leg cross thing. Uh, but uh, with the same effect, I imagine it, there may have been a bit of uh, prolapsing down there over the years. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a collapsed mine shaft. Jesus, Sharon. Um, but, um, yeah, it's still very fucking good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, I fucking hammered through. I always, I'm a fucking greedy TV watcher now. I'll just sit down and think, right, today I'm going to get a few jobs done, get the podcast done, uh, do a little bit of writing. Holy fucking shit, Ben. Are you still writing stand-up comedy? Have you not given up on that yet? No, I haven't, actually. So, uh, you know, we've all got a dream, man. We've all got a dream. Bit of tea there. That was a very poignant moment to take a bit of tea, wasn't it? Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, so I watched that. I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it if you're not judgmental and... Um, not tied to the fact that, like, it's not exactly a like-for-like like portrayal of a made-up character. <laughs> if it's not a like-for-like, like, you know. We've all, most people have seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes, she's in that. She's institutionalized and plays by the rules and things like that. And in this new one... She doesn't necessarily play by the rules or, you know, it's a little bit darker and that sort of thing. But, you know, you're not going to make a fucking series about someone who's just massively into admin and get and following the rules, are you? There's no excitement there. Ah, no running in the corridor. You know, so like, obviously it's going to be a bit of a change, you know. It's a different woman playing her, you know, if you don't understand that. I don't know. Maybe I took it too personal. Maybe maybe I'm taking a few things a bit too personal these days. I don't know. Maybe I need to chill out a little bit. I don't know. But it was just it just seemed to like a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> That's not going to endear me to that person. Um, let's have a little bit more tea. Calm down a bit, Benny boy. Anyway. Um, other things, talking about things, uh, lists. Here we are, tenuous link, boom, segued into the next section. How are you doing this, Ben? It's almost like you're l fucking just running down a corridor and just picking up fucking things to say off people's doors, like post-it notes. I'm not sure that metaphor works, but, you you know, you get, you get, you get marks for trying. For the working out. Anyway, uh, lists. Um, this is uh, the uh, list that will be causing a bit of a kerfuffle amongst the celebrity paedophile community, I imagine. Um, the uh, names of every passenger, uh, apparently on Jeffrey Epstein's uh, aircraft, are to be revealed. People who took a little trip out to Epstein, Kitty Fiddler Island... 
on the uh, Fiddler Airlines. Fiddler on the wing. That would be uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein List. Let's Google this. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't keep talking and Google shit at the at the same time. Uh, list plane. Here we go. Yeah, so, uh, oh, is there pictures of it? No. Uh, Donald Trump highlighted on this picture. Apparently, unsealed flight logs show Donald Trump on Epstein jet in 1997. If he's, you know, if it says Jeffrey Epstein, Donald Trump, and fucking an under-eights fucking basketball team. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I shouldn't laugh at people's fucking misery. Um, not the misery of the people who are on that airline, but the misery of the things that happen to uh, people on there. Let's let's lift it up a little bit, Benny boy. Let's not get too dark. And um, yes, yeah, so the implications of this are basically that um, people uh, in the celebrity world, i.e., Donald Trump, whether he was did do anything, didn't do anything, are going to be associated with going to that island and then the old. Fucking, you know, all that shit going on. Um, obviously, Prince Andrew. Who? Where's he gone? We know. Uh, we know what you did. Uh, Prince Andrew is uh, uh, highly sort of like fucking linked to all of that shit as well. Our royal family, people. There we go. Our royal family fucking mm, jerking off over teenagers, wanking off. Wanking off. That was a very Americanized version of it. Um, whether he did that or not, I don't know. But I'm just saying that for the sake of anybody listening to this podcast who could sue me. He fucking did it. <laughs> he did it as well whilst not sweating. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So the implications of that are that, like, people are going to get, you know, odd, oddly enough, after... Um, Having committed these horrendous crimes, uh, everyone with Epstein, he's still fingering people. <laughs> Even after his death, he's still fucking fingering people. Um, I don't know. It's quite a nice little, uh, nice little segue into other stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just ah, oh, let's have a little bit of tea. It's just too much money in it. That's what I think with all of these fucking weird, shitty, fucking, you know, underground fucking networks. It's never, it's never really anyone who's skint. It's always really people who have got far too much money and they've had everything. They've tried every vice, every indulgence, every fucking drug you can think of. And they've built up a resilience to fucking being excited by the normal shit in the world that we people, you know, we regular people would be excited by and then have to go off and do something fucking weird. That's basically it, isn't it? You know, they get too much power, too much control, too much fucking money, too many people listening to them, too many people that they can fucking order around and then people just become like nothing to them. Don't they? They just become like just a fucking commodity that they can buy and sell. Um, too much stuff in it. What are we on? Nineteen fucking 
19 fucking minutes, son. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, there may be some more arrests, I, I imagine. What a fucking, you know, what a horrible, horrible situation for all involved, though. Obviously, the people uh, who need to be caught need to be caught and tried and convicted and shit, but what a horrible fucking situation. Fucking that, ah. Just gives you a shit view of the world, doesn't it? A little bit. I don't know. Um, anyway, let's let's move on to something a little bit nicer. Uh, uh, this monkey that's had holes drilled in its head in Belgium. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Let's Google this. I should have all this. I know I should have all this. Animal rights activists are rounding an end to brain experiments on monkeys at a Belgian university where the primates have boreholes drilled into their skulls. This is fucking... Oh, man. I can't... You know. I don't know what they're trying to learn. Do monkeys have a skull that you can drill into? Yeah, fucking... Gee. What sort of drill bit do you use for that as well? Would it be masonry one or a fucking plasterboard? It's difficult, isn't it? Or do you have a special little fucking monkey drill bit set up for it? I don't know. What sort of raw plugs do you need? Are they hanging things? Hanging shelves off of a fucking monkey's head? Oh, man, that is fucking rank. You can see its brain. Monkeys have the roads cemented to their heads. Oh, fuck. You see, it's stuff like this. I don't know what this is meant to achieve. Distressing detail. Scientists at Catholic University Leuven in Belgium are ready to use taxpayers' cash uh, to implant electrodes in 12 monkeys' brains as part of Alzheimer's research. I don't think the monkeys are going to ever forget that, to be honest. monkeys. Are, the taxpayer-funded experiments will see 12 rhesus monkeys they get the worst end of the deal, the old rhesus monkeys, don't they? Um, have electrodes implanted into their brains and rods attached to their little heads with cement. Oh. Uh, use of animals is necessary and previous work of this kind has led to breakthroughs in Alzheimer's research. Uh, Dutch lobby group Animal Rights is demanding an end to the experiments on the primates who are set to be killed at the end of the study. Well, you want to be killed immediately that that was fucking drilled into your head, I think. Research is being funded by Flemish taxpayers. The activists claim, oh, man, that is fucking, they just got fucking half the head fucking cut. It's literally going from, essentially, it's a primate version of one flew over the fucking cuckoo's nest. They've had their fucking heads drilled into. How are we tying this episode together today? Look at that. We're doing callbacks, people. Uh, electrodes are implanted to the brain via boreholes into their skulls. Cement is used to attach the fixed rod or hat to the skull. Oh, man. Oh, that's a shave fucking skull with cement on it. Oh, man. That is fucking rank. Just to do that to... I don't know. Just to work... I know scientists like fix stuff and shit like that and come up... You know, we're all hoping for the fucking great science fucking discovery that's going to cure this fucking virus going around and um and uh, so we can get back to normal the old normal as opposed to the new normal um 
<coughs> but sorry about that. Uh, but um, I don't know. I think you've got to be a bit of a fucking sadist to work in, you know. Do you want to work with like microorganisms or do you want to drill fucking holes into monkeys' heads? Oh, I want to do that. That's what I want to do. I want to drill a hole into a fucking... I know it's all under the thing of, like, it could help with Alzheimer's and st stuff like that, but there's still got to be somebody holding the fucking little monkey's head who's like, oh, I'm going to get a funny hat. Are they going to give me the fucking symbols as well? And then suddenly, ah, oh, Jesus. S suddenly, you know... You've got electrodes into your brain and you've got a little cement fucking baseball cap on. The animal activists are urging people to sign a petition. I'm not sure that's going to work. Uh, certain processes can be studied in test tubes. Some studies can be done on humans. In other cases, animals are necessary. Research on... Who, who first discovered that? Who first... There must have been a first where they just had a theory. And then just thought, oh, we're going to start drilling fucking holes into monkeys' heads. Rhesus monkeys as well. Like they haven't got enough issues. They live in small groups with enough enrichment to keep them busy. Good care and housing is not only important for the animals, but also to guarantee the quality of research. Only if animals have been able to develop their natural capabilities can meaningful research be carried out. Monkeys have very spacious housing where their natural environment is mimicked as much as possible. They've just got a they just got a flat screen TV in the background showing fucking video David Attenborough videos of the fucking rainforest. I'm not sure it's going to be as natural as possible. You know, I, I haven't got a science background, but I'm going to say that it's probably not going to be as natural as possible research when they've got a cement slab on their fucking monkey head. I'm just throwing it out there, people. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm not qualified in this, but maybe their uh, their uh, actions and their nature isn't going to be completely, you know, authentic to being a rhesus monkey with a fucking slab of cement on their head. Oh, Jesus. Fuck me. Uh... Jesus, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's that. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I, I'm one of these fucking hippie fucking, you know, not hippie fucking. I'm a vegetarian. Don't eat meat. Yes, I eat fucking cheese. Well, don't they fucking beat up the cows to get cheese and fucking kick them in the tit or whatever? Well, possibly, but I like cheese. Nothing's gonna, nothing's dying, is it? They just slap a cow around a bit. But don't those cows have a bad life? Possibly. I don't know. Not not as bad as those fucking monkeys. You know, it's all about levels, isn't it? You know, you don't see a cow walking around in a field with a fucking, you know, cement statue on its head. People drilled into it. Just look, it looks so fucking scared as well. Look at that. Animal Defenders International took a picture. Born to suffer. And it's art. You can see it in its fucking little stupid monkey eyes. You know, it probably don't. It's probably that stupid. It don't even realize it's got a fucking slab of fucking cement on its head or electrodes in its brain. Oh, man.
don't know. Couldn't they use them for research for something else after that? They don't have to kill them. Can they? <laughs> it's got a fucking slab of cement on its head. Can't they use it as a crash test dummy or something? On toddlers fucking trikes? I don't know. Maybe, maybe reuse them for something else. You know, and, and in, you know, after you've fucking slaughtered them afterwards and they've still got the cement on their head, they would make a very useful fucking novelty table. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. You put its hands out like that in a sort of like gripping motion. It could be an umbrella stand. Balance your keys on the fucking head of it like the cement stand. You know, don't let it go to waste. You've put a fucking slab of cement on its head. Somebody will buy all those up and pave their, you know, some rich person. Some rich person will pave their fucking backyard with them. Ah, that's very interesting. What's that pattern? Well, actually, if you dig down, they're actually uh, monkeys with uh, cement on their head. And we've used those as paving slabs to get to our daughter's Wendy house. There you go. Uh, I don't know, people. Uh, what do we do as human beings, eh? This is us playing God and playing scientists. Surely, surely there's an interaction there somewhere. It's like angels and fucking demons, man. Angels and demons, isn't it? Um, right, what are we on? 29 and a half minutes, people. Let's have a little bit more tea. And wrap this fucker up, shall we? Um, that was uh, episode uh, 145 uh, of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to email me about anything um, animal related, <laughs> if you've got any interesting stories about the cruelties, if you are affected by any of the uh, information in this podcast today, you can email to podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Um, I will be back on Saturday, uh, motherfuckers, um, where I will be uh, talking to you via the internet one more time. Uh, have a great week. Well, I'm going to continue after that, just to, uh, just so you know. Uh, I'm not just doing it one more time. I will continue doing this on a twice-weekly basis. Um I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. As I say, have a great week. Until then, take care.